Welcome. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for Milwaukee's philanthropic community, where we highlight people and organizations who are doing great things and making a big difference in our community. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach at Ellen Becker Investment Group. You know, we talk all the time at Ellen Becker about the importance of education, and that's why we host so many seminars and classes in our education center. Today, the focus of our show is going to be on higher education and its impact. Last year, there were 2.1 million, or just over 66% of high school graduates enrolled in college. But a 2019 Wall Street Journal analysis showed that over 1 million students drop out of college each year. Why is that? Well, 70% reported cost as the main reason. They simply couldn't afford it. High-income students are more than twice as likely to graduate college as their low-income peers, 71% versus 32%. So how can we lessen the graduation gap between high-income students and their low-income peers? Today we're going to talk with two nonprofit organizations that can help in that regard. My first guest today is Kelly J. Sai, Executive Director of College Possible. Welcome to the show today, Kelly. Thank you so much, Jill. I am so appreciative to the Ellen Becker Investment Group for having us with you this morning. So thank you. You are absolutely welcome. So obviously there's a degree divide here uh, for students from low-income backgrounds that Net price of attending college represents 85% of their family income, while students from high-income backgrounds, it's closer to 15%. So what can be done? You know, we understand the benefits of a college education. I think everybody can agree. How can we help or assist in getting these kids from low-income backgrounds a solid education so that they can be confident of their futures? It's an excellent question, Jill. You know, I'd like to begin by really restating something that you shared just moments ago, and that is that in the United States, students from high-income backgrounds are more than twice as likely to graduate college as their peers from lower socioeconomic backgrounds. Now, Jill, that's a stat that is just not acceptable. I believe, and we at College Possible definitely believe, that all youth deserve and are capable of earning a college degree if they choose, no matter what their background. And so that's really what the work is. That's the the fuel that is behind the passion and the purpose of the work that we do. I want to also share with you that at College Possible Milwaukee, we are dedicated to changing the stat that I just shared with you by helping Wisconsin, and in particular Milwaukee students, gain admission to and graduate from college. We do this by pairing our students with coaches who are recent college grads themselves. These coaches, who are AmeriCorps members, help our scholars navigate the higher educational landscape. We start with uh, high school juniors, and we continue with them through college. So that's something that we are especially proud of, and we want to make certain that we are positioning our graduates for future success. We believe strongly at College Possible and data supports that when we provide the necessary strategies and tips and overall support, our students, Milwaukee youth, will and can be very successful. 
And what a great service to provide. You know, I think uh, how so many people, anybody actually, would benefit from services that you provide. What brought you specifically to College Possible? Oh, I love that question. So we talked about passion and purpose just a few minutes ago. And I, I would share with you that I really do believe that it's a calling, if you will. So I often say that to whom much is given, much is required. And I will tell you that had had I perhaps had a college possible coach when I was a young younger woman starting out in college, I might not have had some of the missteps that I had. So I stand before you today with a master's degree, and I've, I'm on my way to a doctorate degree. However, I did have some missteps as a young woman, and I'm confident that had we had a program and I had the benefit of a program like College Possible, I would have done a better job of navigating some of those missteps early on. Now, I certainly want to make certain to to share that I have a strong family background, a a wonderful mother, and a family that that comes from education. first principal of Milwaukee Public Schools was an uncle of mine, and uh, I have a great aunt who was known for starting a school within Milwaukee Public Schools. And even with that as a background, I still had some missteps. And that's why the value of a college possible coach is so great, because really, regardless of the background, there is an opportunity to partner with our scholars and ensure their success. Really ensuring, and I, I want to I be clear, the success is, is in the hands of the scholar. The scholars are the ones who are the brilliant, resilient, um, purpose-driven young people. And so we just come alongside of them uh, to help them realize the goals and the dreams that they have identified. Okay. And I think if we're honest, (laughs) we've all had some missteps early in our educational careers, right? You know, so what are some of the the, these challenges that Milwaukee students face who want to attend college and, and graduate? So 93% of the students that we serve are first-generation students. And so simply being a first-generation student can mean that you are faced with additional obstacles, additional dynamics or barriers that you find yourself faced with. So in addition to um, academic or social, there's also financial concerns that they find themselves faced with. And, And again, having a college possible coach can help, as our president says, translate and then, as we like to say, navigate those educational waters, if you will. Mm-hmm. We want to ensure that our our college possible scholars are graduating with as little debt as possible, and so that's one of the pieces that we work on with them. We certainly provide them with test-taking ACT, SAT skills and strategies to ensure greater success in terms of gaining admission. We help them with the writing of their college essays. Uh, and then we certainly work with them once they get into college. Just what is it in terms of do I take a this course now or do I take it later? So we're really, again, I can't use the word partnering enough, but we're partnering with them so that they are able to overcome uh, and, and manage, if you will, some of those various dynamics that they may face as a first-generation college student or a student of color who is in an institution that is predominantly Uh, not representative of their um, background. Okay. Well, a lot of great services. Are these offered or are they available at other universities too? So we work with eight Milwaukee Public School high schools, and we also work with seven other schools that are, we have one that's actually in Stevens Point, and then we have six others that are in Milwaukee that are not part of the MPS portfolio. 
So two that are Lutheran, two that are parochial, and then two that are charter schools. In terms of colleges, we work with colleges and our scholars that are at colleges all across, colleges and universities that are all across the country. So at last count, there were over 100 colleges and universities where our scholars were attending, and we support them wherever they are. Nice, nice. So how do you know then that the work that you're doing, that College Possible is doing, is actually working? That's an excellent question and a very fair question. We know that it's working. We recently had an alumni survey that was conducted, and we are able to see that 94% of those students who've gone through College Possible, first of all, gain admission. So when compared with their their similar peers or their peers of like backgrounds, that that data point in and of itself shows the success of College Possible. In addition, we can go on to say that College Possible scholars, graduates, have lower debt. They have uh, more of a college-going mindset within their own respective families. Their earnings are right around 60000 If you look at the 10-year graduate, their earnings are in excess of 100000 nice. They are giving to, as you mentioned earlier, um, um, philanthropic organizations themselves. And so they really are giving back. And, and the other piece that I think is really neat and, and important to share is that many college possible scholars, so they start out as a student, often they, they after college graduation, they come back and they serve as a college possible coach. And some of them, we have one individual who actually is on our board of directors who was a college possible student. We have college possible graduates who are at Marquette Law and who are in various entities across the city. And so we, we know that what we're doing most definitely works. We have the results to prove it, and we have the people to prove it. Nice. And then things come full circle, as you said. They most definitely do. Very nice. Well, in terms of financial benefits, the average graduate is 24% more likely to be employed with an average earnings of $32,000 higher annually and $1 million higher over a lifetime. I'd say that's, that's pretty significant. In addition, those with college degrees are more than twice as likely to volunteer, and they contribute nearly 3.5 times more money to charity, which I find very interesting. College graduates are considerably less reliant on government programs and services, and 75% of graduates vote in presidential election years, compared with about 52% of non-graduates. All of these things contribute to a strong community in a number of ways, for sure. So stay tuned to hear how College Possible is strengthening the Milwaukee community. We'll be right back after a short commercial break. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jill Economo, and I'm talking with Kelly J. Sai from College Possible. So, Kelly, we understand that individuals with a college degree contribute greatly to making a huge impact in our community, whether that's economically, through philanthropic means, um, being less reliant on government services. They're also more in tune with civic responsibility. So how is college possible contributing to the strength of the Milwaukee community? That's a great question, Jill. So it's important to share that our communities cannot reach their full economic potential unless our youth have the opportunity to reach theirs. I want to share with you that College Possible students, scholars have a major impact on our community as college graduates and leaders who can pave the way to college for future generations. 
You know, I think about actually Asia Connor, who you'll be speaking with in just a moment. And Asia started out with College Possible, so she's one of one of many illustrious College Possible graduates. And so Asia started out as a College Possible um, coach, and she is now has gone on to work for the University of Wisconsin Milwaukee. So she's giving back. She's she's circled back, and we talked about that loop earlier. So Asia is a wonderful example of of one of those such stories. We have countless stories that we can share. We have a young woman at the University of Wisconsin Madison who shared with us that. The impact that she's looking forward to making within the Milwaukee community is great. We know that once she graduates, and, and she's she's among many who talk about the excitement of coming back and being able to sew in and give back to the Milwaukee community. We know that there are organizations that are wrapping their arms around and the idea of of improving, strengthening the Milwaukee community, and part of that means bringing greater diversity to the Milwaukee uh, community. And so we're helping to address that issue because, as I said earlier, 95% of our of our college possible scholars are students of color. So think about that. As they move through college possible and actually through higher education, they are then able to leave as graduates and come back, many do, to Milwaukee and address this idea of brain drain, which is something that we're all very concerned about. So that's one specific way or a number of specific ways that we really are strengthening the Milwaukee community. So the work that we're doing is is impactful, it's valuable, and we are looking to continue to make a mark on the city of Milwaukee in particular relative to this idea of diversifying workforces and attacking the idea of brain drain. And isn't there, uh, aren't there statistics wrapped around the fact that millennials are really uh, interested in giving back? You know, I'm, I'm kind of going back to what you said before. I've read countless uh, studies that have talked about how that generation is very interested and intrigued in the whole give back process and making sure that they are aligning themselves with something they're passionate about and finding a way to give back to the community, which in turn strengthens that community, right? You are absolutely right. So one of the things that that we have learned is certainly whether it's uh, Gen Y, Gen Z very much, is this idea, we talked about it earlier, around passion and purpose. Our brilliant young force of, of professionals are very much focused on purpose. And so it's no longer perhaps when maybe when you and I were younger and we were told to really kind of find a job, find a career and stay there. Well, that's not the way our young professionals are thinking. They're thinking very much about what is it that I want to put my energy and my my love and my support and my dollars toward? And is it something that will make an impact? Is it something that is meaningful? Is it something that really um, aligns to my core values? And so that's what we're definitely seeing a great, great deal of. And, and that's what excites me about this loop this, that we talked about, is that we see that being lived out in College Possible Milwaukee, where, again, just kind of repeating a little bit, where we're seeing... Uh, from college possible student to college possible to coach to college possible alumni, someone who we, I was just chatting the other day with a young woman who 
had gone through the college possible pipeline, if you will, and she's now serving in a higher ed institution. And so she is now with this organization, and she's serving on that side as a champion for College Possible Milwaukee and encouraging, really, the higher-ups to ensure that we are strengthening that partnership because she herself recognized and realized and experienced the value of College Possible Milwaukee. And so that's that's what excites us when we talk about the, the work that we're doing. That's what excites us when we think about the mission and we share the mission of working with, partnering with, coming alongside of our scholars, again, who I cannot say enough. It's all about them and their brilliance. Coming alongside and just simply working alongside to support them in service to realize the goals and the dreams that they have identified, to gain access to. And what's really big for us is is beyond the access to, but being able to move through to college graduation because we know that's where that's where the impact can be made. And I, I think of a, a little girl who I mentioned earlier whose name was Kelly. Um, I know the value that I have realized. I know the gifts that I have received as a result of being opened up to opportunities and options as a result of having, as my friend used to always say to me as I was going through Get Your Paper, as I was getting my, my undergraduate degree and as I was receiving my, my MBA and, and probably in, in three years will be obtaining my EDD, all of that opens up opportunities, even such as being able to chat with you, Jill. Mm-hmm. Um, those are opportunities that we have been afforded as a result of um, a college degree. And I think, too, about, you know, when you think about mentors and coaches and about the relationships that they're building. Absolutely. You know, if you if you think about a college freshman coming in and not knowing anybody, perhaps, um, that need to get connected to people, to resources, um, you guys provide that. You Perfect. Know, and that's it's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. So we know that nonprofits have had to do a shift with regard to COVID-19 pandemic. So how has College Possible been impacted by the, the pandemic? Well, let me begin by speaking again about our scholars and how they've been impacted and how their families have been impacted. And then I'll, I'll back into how we as an organization have been impacted. I think you know, I certainly want to repeat for the listening audience, that College Possible scholars of whom are first generation, 95% of whom are are students of color, have been impacted by COVID-19 disproportionately. So uh, because of health reasons, because of employment reasons, because of access reasons, our students have and their families have been impacted at greater rates than those who do not fall into those specific demographic groups. And so even having to pivot to virtually 100% virtual learning has been has been different and i was just listening to i was listening in on a, a town hall session last night with a number of youth and they were talking about how different it is to be in a virtual environment and 
the stress that it brings and the uncertainty that it brings. Now, you and I are are full-fledged adults, and so we have developed some pretty good coping skills. But imagine being a young person who is going, as you said, to a college or university for the first time, and now all of the uncertainty uncertainty that surrounds that college-going experience now in the midst of COVID. Will we continue to be virtual, or will we be virtual and in person, or will the college decide to go completely in person? Or if there is an outbreak, will we be quarantined to our dorms? What are the what are the things that we're having to deal with? And it's a lot. It's a lot for our young people. And they're as as it is said, they're naming that, they're speaking that, they're identifying that as a very real challenge. And so again, as college possible, we're just wanting to be there for them. Be that, you talked about relationships, be that person that they can look to, um, share with, and, and, and express very, in a very real and transparent way the uncertainty and the, the dynamics and the, the impact of that uncertainty. And I think, too, to let our students know, and certainly us, to be reminded that this, too, shall pass. You know, we everybody's experiencing so much uncertainty during these times. And if we just hunker down and say, okay, let's figure out a way to get through this and to learn something uh, from it and come out better on the other side, uh, but that we will be able to, to to get through it and, and, and handle it and, and, again, be a better person, hopefully, as a result of it, right? Um, so lots of good stuff that you shared today, Kelly. How can listeners make a difference and help make college possible for Milwaukee students? Oh, thank you so much for that question. First of all, as you learn about College Possible Milwaukee, we are encouraging people to to sign up as an ambassador. And when I say sign up, just learn more about the work that we're doing at College Possible and support us. Word of mouth, just share with others the, the wonderful work that you're hearing that we're doing. And certainly as a nonprofit, we do rely 100% on um, donations. And so we do need individuals to support us financially. They may go to collegepossible.org backslash Milwaukee and donate. And we will welcome excitedly all donations for College Possible Milwaukee. Thank you, Joe. You are welcome. Thank you so much for being here today, Kelly J. Sai, <laughs> Executive Director of College Possible. Thank you for doing uh, all that you do and for sharing it with our listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Mentors can play an important role in nurturing students' college aspirations by providing information, guidance, encouragement. It also helps the student feel more connected and engaged on campus, which can ultimately improve student outcomes. Stay tuned because in our next segment, we're going to hear from some mentors about their experience in making a difference for other students. We'll be right back. You're listening to EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's philanthropic community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo. There's plenty of data out there to substantiate the effectiveness of mentors and coaches in the college environment. My next guests today are Asia Connor, who is a success coach with MKE Scholars, and Arielle Milton Kern, who also is a success coach and also the assistant director 
or one of them at MKE Scholars, whose mission is to provide students a variety of academic and support services to empower them to achieve and succeed. Welcome to the show today, ladies. Thank you for having us. Hi, Jill. Thank you for having us. You are welcome. So let's hear your stories, Asia and Ariel. How did you get involved in being mentors at MKE Scholars? I can go first. It kind of goes back into like my childhood. Um, I am from the city of Milwaukee, born and raised. I went to Milwaukee Public Schools. Um, I identify as first generation, um, so I fit in the demographics with, the, with a lot of the students that I serve. Um, when I went to college, I was really confused. I almost dropped out, almost dropped out. I didn't know what was going on for a lot of my first semester. And I was going to give up. I was going to drop out. I, at the end of the semester, I had a 1.9 cumulative GPA, and my mom convinced me to give it another try. Yay, Mom! <laughs> <laughs> um, this time around, I made some changes. I connected with people on campus that forever changed my life. They took me under their wing. They told me, you know, how to go to office hours. They told me who to connect with other um, people on campus. They told me how to go to tutoring. They taught me all these things that I didn't know initially. And if I didn't meet these people these staff members who took me under their wing and genuinely cared about my well-being, I never would have made it. I never would have went to grad school, and I wouldn't be sitting here today. They mm-hmm. changed my life completely. Mm. Thank you to those mentors and coaches, right? Yeah. So yes. I, yeah, I understand the power of mentorship, and that's something I wanted to do moving forward. Okay. All right. Arielle. So my story, similar but a little different. Um, I was not a first-generation college student, um, family members, undergrad, graduate programs, um, for me, it became, uh, you know, I was I was prepared for college and I was having the time of my life, but I think what I really missed in my overall experience was having a space where someone would challenge me with some of those crucial conversations as it related to kind of like life planning, right? So I knew college was the thing that was probably going to set me up to to be successful down the line. Um, there was never really a time where I didn't think that I was going to college. Um, and I got to college and I was super involved. I, I was in a, joined a sorority. Um, I was a resident assistant. Um, pretty much my days were filled with, with things, but I didn't really have a space where I could go to to be challenged otherwise. Um, I had one plan in place and I was set and locked in on that plan, but life started to happen. I started to experience some things and wanted to explore other avenues, but I didn't really know if it was going to be okay if I decided to change my mind. Mm. Um, And so I think that with college being such a holistic experience, a lot of times those crucial conversations and just someone challenging you on what you think you want to do or what you're you're coming in saying, oh, I'm going to be this, I'm going to do this. Um, you you want to you want to have to be challenged on that to make sure that that's really the direction that you want to take your life in. And so I, I wrestled with education. I stayed away from it because that's what everybody in my family, for the most part, that that's what they did. And I wanted to be I wanted to be different. Um, but as I continued on through school and my, my first job um, right after graduating, we were in the middle of a recession. I found myself back in education and 
no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't get away from it, and I thrived in that area. And so um, I began to really dig into kind of my life plan and what it really was that I wanted to do long term. And higher ed, getting into higher ed was was on that plan. Um, and so some of the, the conversations that I had post-undergrad, which led me into my grad program, so forth and so on, really helped me. And so I wanted to make sure that I could be that person um, for for young people in college because I soon realized that just because you're going to college doesn't mean you have it all together. No matter what they tell you, um, you still need some type of help. Even the, the highest achieving students need some guidance somewhere. So um, mm. I'm glad to be where I am, and I'm excited to see kind of where this program continues to take our students, um, take myself in Asia professionally as well. So, Well, I was going to ask, why do you think it's so special, you know, <laughs> why the program is so special? But I think you articulated that quite well, both of you, as far as how special it is to, to each of you. Mm-hmm. Um, what does MKE Scholars then hope to accomplish as a, uh, as a nonprofit? So we we strive to make sure that we are giving students a a holistic view of what it means to be a college student. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, the academics are important, but you learn that it's more. It's more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so many of our students are are coming in at at various levels um, across the board. And so... um, showing them that that these skills that they're getting beyond the classroom are important. And so our program, in a sense, while we have an academic component, we strive to focus on on the non-academic pieces. So the development, the the leadership development, the professional development. Are you taking advantage of these opportunities so that, um, you know, yeah, we're building on academic skills and our knowledge base, but they're life-oriented skills that are just as valuable mm-hmm. um, to you down the line. And are you creating the space to, to really take advantage of that? Um, so we have about 89% of our scholars from semester to semester to participate in some outside of the classroom experience that mm-hmm. is development oriented and um you know just overall teaching them learning how to balance mm-hmm. um many of our students are coming in carrying multiple responsibilities and it, it's difficult in and of itself right to to start something new and, you know, your high school may have been preparing you for four years to go to college, go to college, get your degree. But then when you get there, you realize it's more than just showing up in the classroom. There's so many other things that you're responsible for. Um, and so we we hope that during the time that students are with us that, that they're getting that. Yeah. Well, and, and Asia, walk us through kind of how you balanced everything. I mean, you started out, again, as a... Uh, with college possible yes and then uh, you know how did that um where did that go from there tell us more about your experience absolutely so after i graduated i graduated college december 2013 and i was kind of like okay i thought i wanted to do one thing by the end of graduation i didn't want to do that anymore it's too late to change my major so a friend suggested that i do americorps she was like Try AmeriCorps until you figure things out. So I put in all these things that I I was interested in, like working with students, working with students in Milwaukee. College Possible was the first thing that popped up. And explain what AmeriCorps is again. Um, AmeriCorps is a service-based program. Um, It's the big big company, but then there's like 
programs underneath it. So, like, College Possible is a program of AmeriCorps. So okay. there's various ones. And, like, you just type in your interest, students, student services, things of that nature, and College Possible popped up. So I was like, oh, I'll give it a chance. You know, I'm not really doing anything right now. I kind of want to see where this goes. I applied, got the interview. I'm like, okay, if I get this interview, I am going to do this. So the interview was intense. It was a lot of people in it. So initially that self-doubt sinks in. You see all these people come from Madison and all over. Um, I ended up getting it, and it ended up changing my life, um, changed my career trajectory, made me apply for grad school um, to go for a master's in higher education. I got my master's um, August 2017. Got my first job right out of my master's program at a university. Did some admissions work. Um, it was great, but I felt like it wasn't my thing because it wasn't that direct, you know, contact that I had with students, like meetings, talking through things. So I was like, okay, I'm ready for something else. One of my mentors actually sent me an email about MKE Scholars. He was like, I think you'll be really good for this. And, like, I was like, can I use you as a reference? He was like, absolutely. Like, I have a good connect with them. You should be fine. Applied and... I've been at MKE Scholars for over two years. I um, started May 2018, and it has been an amazing experience. The connections that I have with my students, like, they feel like a family to me. Mm-hmm. Like, they check in on me, like, over summer. Like, I know it's been a while. I just wanted to check in and see how you're doing. So it's, we have really intimate relationships with them. We trust them entirely. They trust us entirely. We just want to make sure that they're getting everything they can out of college and make sure, like, it's not as expensive as it could be. We're finding money for them. We're finding resources for them. We just want to make sure this is the best um, opportunity for them um, as a whole. Okay, wonderful. Well, so you've heard Asia and Ariel's stories uh, about how they became coaches and the uh, personal experiences that they had. When we return, we're going to talk a little bit more about how the program specifically is making a difference for students. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach, and I'm talking today with Asia Connors and Arielle Milton-Kern from MKE Scholars. So, ladies, we know that MKE Scholars has made a big difference for both of you personally. You You both had great stories, personal stories to share. Talk to us now about how the program has made a difference for some of your students? So I think one of the most unique aspects of our program um, is the summer bridge component. Um, Many of the students that we're working with, when they come to UWM, they they find it to be such a culture shock. Um, They're coming in, they're afraid, they're nervous, they're not really sure you know, 100% about, is college for me? Am am I going to make it all the way through? I know I've had support, you know, up until this point, but am I really ready for this? And so um, our summer component gives them the opportunity to get their feet wet, in a sense. Um, The components of it, um, they're taking classes for credit. So these classes count towards their 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 GPA, um, their credit accumulation, their overall graduation plan. Mm-hmm. Um, they're having to do things that many of them have never had to do before, right? 
before it all really starts, before it all really kicks off. So on top of taking classes for credit and navigating what that space looks like and the adjustment that it's going to take from high school to college, they are having to budget, right? They're they're getting meal stipends. Um, they're getting some additional scholarship funding in the summer, and they have to stretch that. For, for eight weeks. Um, they are learning how to navigate the space of communicating better with my family about what's going on and what's required and maybe how they have traditionally expected me to, to perform at home with chores and things of that nature. That may be shifting a little bit and it's shifting because I have a different schedule that I've ever had before and you know how, how do we work on building upon communication skills with with the folks we see every day mm-hmm. um you know so it is challenging them to to navigate a completely different world and you know many of them come out of the summer while it's not you know the exact same as it would be um in a fall semester but again this this precursor to what it could be mm-hmm. um they're they're learning a lot about themselves. They're starting to see where their limits are and what is really going to be expected of them so that, you know, before it's too late, they can start to break themselves and maybe some of the habits that they had. And so mm-hmm. um, we have a, close to 90% of our scholars that are matriculating from summer to fall um, with each of our cohorts after they've gone through our eight-week experience. And so, yeah, we have a couple of students that after summer, they're like, okay, yeah, I'm not ready, mm-hmm. right? I'm not ready. And Asia and I have to talk to them and say, like, it's okay if you're not ready, right? This is an expensive experience. Mm-hmm. It costs money. Mm-hmm. So you, you better do it when you're ready, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Those that that do matriculate and persist through the fall semester, you know, they they come at it at a completely in a completely different way, right? Mm-hmm. They they're a little bit more prepared than they would have been had they just come straight into this experience. And so mm-hmm. I think that that probably is the biggest difference maker. And then we get into the additional components um, of our program, like coaching. And so, um, so the summer program is a huge component, but success coaching is just as big. We, would, we meet with students on a biweekly basis. We have an agenda of things that we want to discuss with them to kind of help them become more self-aware, to help them be successful in school. Um, so that is the main component for me. That is my favorite part of my job is sitting down, having that 30-minute conversation. Sometimes the conversation is really great. And if I have some more time and another student isn't coming in, we can, you know, continue that conversation. And you really get to know each other. They get to know us on a personal level. We get to know them on a personal level. There is a, a huge amount of trust and that begins in the summer. So that summer component gets us to build gets us to build rapport with them. And then when they come into our meetings, they already trust us because they spent the summer with us. And now they're comfortable talking. Now they're like, I need help with financial aid, or I'm having a family issue at home, and I kind of want to talk through that. Or I feel like I need counseling. How how can I go about that? Can you help me get this resource? So there's a, a major trust there, and I'm happy that you know these students feel like they can rely on me in a sense um, because I really do care about their well-being and I I just want to make sure that they get all the help they need and that they're successful throughout their college journeys. And you're like a big sister, you know? We're like mamas. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're like mamas. And like they love it and they sometimes don't like it all the time. But, you know, it's just like, okay, Asia, when you told me that, I, I was upset. But you know what? I like that you were strict with me and stern and I understand what you were saying. And like they, they appreciate it later on. So like we're we're like mama bears and it's it's because we care. 
That's an interesting perspective coming from a mother. (laughs) (laughs) One of our our scholars said that after, you know, going through the summer experience and getting through their first year, they realized um, that the type of support that they get from our program and not everybody has Mm -hmm. access to that type of support and like they they get that we're not always going to tell them what they want to hear right and so that that becomes that battle too like I really liked you before I came (laughs) into this meeting but now that this meeting's over you may be giving me something else that I need to think about or Mm -hmm. do or maybe you just reminded me that I was supposed to do something two weeks ago when I saw you and I still haven't done it Mm -hmm. and they they appreciate that and Mm so you know there these odd moments where they end up telling us these things and it's like okay it's working right this work that we're doing it it matters and it's it's always good to to have a student down the line, especially that student who was not buying in mm-hmm. in the beginning. We had to chase down in the summer to make sure they were showing up to their summer class on time. They weren't going to study lab, but now here they are. We see them putting it all together mm-hmm. and them coming back and saying, "You know what? It's all I good. get it. Yes, I, I yes. get it now. Thank you." So, are either um, of you mothers? I'm both a guest. You I'm both a are. Mom. Oh, okay. I was going to say, this this is preparing you both for motherhood because, you know, you have to do some tough things when you're a mom and you guys are getting some good preparation, but you're already there. You guys, okay, that's wonderful. (laughs) Um, How has the current situation with COVID-19 impacted you and the students? Greatly, um, unfortunately. Um, We weren't able to have our summer experience, and that's how we really build rapport with students and how we get to know them, and it makes the transition into fall much easier. And so this time around, it's been more difficult because we haven't we haven't had the face-to-face contact that we have in the summer. They, you know, they didn't get to get to take courses in the summer like they usually do. So now they're starting fully, and that's not the experience for um, uh, for cohorts. You know, for now they had the summer experience, but so now. In my opinion, cohort five is um, starting at a, a little bit of a disadvantage because they didn't get to take courses in the in the summer. Okay, yeah, I think about uh, all my kids are, are out of college now, but I think about how important that first year was in in developing relationships and just getting involved and plugging in. And mm-hmm. now they can't do that, so that's unfortunate. But you guys are still there. Your doors are open. You're still there to help them. It's just things look a little bit different. Just a little bit different. Um, well, what is one thing that you want people to know? about the MKE Scholars Program? I think it's that we do amazing work and not everyone knows about it. And like we get to get in front of like different groups and talk about our program. And they're like, this is really amazing. Like, why didn't we know about this? And even on our campus, it's hard to get the word out. But like once people find out about it, they get excited. They want to be a part of it. They want to become instructors for our program. Like they want to teach our scholars. So I think if we can get it um, out there more publicly, um, if we can make it bigger, I think that that is what I would want for our program, and that's what I would want people to know, the amazing work we do. Okay. I think people are going to know now, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Ariel, do you have anything to add to that? No. I To add, I know, like, when we're working with students, I always, and especially when we're working with students and there's a barrier or mm-hmm. there's really something we need to work through, I often think about the larger number of students on our campus that may not be connected to a coach or may yeah. not have a unique program that they can be a part of. Mm-hmm. So the goal is always since the beginning, um, and I was there for the, the inception of the program basically, um, 
how do we how do we grow this? How do we make this more robust so that we're meeting the needs of of more students on campus? Um, because all students need they need something mm-hmm. like this, regardless of where they are in their academic journey. And often, Ariel and I take students in who aren't a part of our program. They'll come in at SSC with a question or like they're confused about something or they don't know how to drop a class. We often take in students who aren't a part of our program and help them with their needs as well. Okay. So if there is a student out there or perhaps a parent who wants to direct their student to their to uh, your services, how do people get a hold of you? You can visit our website. Um, it's www.uwm.edu forward slash student success and another forward slash. And there's a tab there that has MKE Scholars, but there's also um, a feature that will take you directly to our email. So you can drop us a comment or an email if you need to um, get in contact with Asia and I directly. Okay. And do you guys have an easy phone number that you can throw out there? I can give you my email. My email is Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R-A-S at uwm.edu. Okay. Well, thank you both for being here and for sharing your passion about helping students and uh, sharing your experience. I think that's wonderful. Uh, I also want to thank my other guest today, Kelly J. Sai from College Possible, and again, Asia Connor and Arielle Milton-Kern from MKE Scholars. If you'd like further information about what we talked about today or if you'd like to be a, considered as a guest on the show, you can email me at jill at ellenbecker.com or you can call our office at 3262-691-3200. Join us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. to learn more about the ways people and organizations are contributing to making our community compassionate and generous. You can tune in to News Talk 1130 on your radio, or you can go to Newstalk1130.com on your computer, or you can listen on your cell phone via the iHeartRadio app. You can visit our website at ellenbecker.com to listen to previously aired shows, and you can also now listen on demand at Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or Apple Podcast. So if you're someone who likes to help others find their place and get plugged in and be successful in the college environment, maybe you'd be a good mentoring candidate. Or maybe it's just a matter of being open to helping others when you see them struggling academically or just in everyday college campus life. Think about how you can make a difference for someone else and ultimately be a blessing and give a blessing. Have a great day.